Welcome to Building the Future. I'm your host, Kevin Horick. You can find the show online at buildingthefutureshow.com or follow me on Twitter at Building Show. You can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Welcome back to a special episode of Building the Future. Today we have Lisa Cashmore from the Canadian Digital Media Network. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Yeah, I'm excited that we're doing kind of a, a special Canadian edition of uh, Building the Future. So maybe before we kind of get into things, maybe let's talk about exactly what the Canadian Digital Media Network is and what it's doing for Canada. Sure, that sounds great. Uh, basically, we're an organization that's dedicated to establishing Canada as a world leader in digital media. And when I say digital media, I want you to think of it in a very broad sense. So we work with companies that are ICT and mobile or really any technology that improves the efficiency of business. So we do that by creating and enabling connections and collaboration between entrepreneurs, companies, research institutions, uh, government, and other organizations of that like from right across the country. So we help to bring more digital media solutions to market with the idea that that will then create more companies, jobs, and wealth in Canada. Sure. No, I, I, I think that's awesome. So you, you mentioned you kind of partner with partners in Canada and, um, and the rest of the world. Do you want to name a few people you partner with? or? Sure. It's, so it's really interesting to think of. So my team often gets thought of as CDMN, Canadian Digital Media Network, but actually we're more the back-end system behind the organization. What the network actually is, is a makeup of 30 commercialization centers, let's call them, across the country. So we refer to those as our hubs. Uh, these are all not-for-profit organizations with a focus on helping tech companies commercialize. So they provide access to programming, networking, mentorship, a variety of resources as well as desk space uh, in most cases to tech companies uh, that in, are in their region. So they work with sizes of companies that vary everything from idea stage startup right through to enterprise sized tech companies. Uh, and the whole goal of each of these organizations is to provide, to connect with each other to form this network so that we can provide access to knowledge, uh, shared connections, services, and then support the digital media companies so that they're able to more successfully innovate and market themselves, both at home and abroad. So the, the network is this group of not-for-profit organizations that help tech companies. And what we do is work together so that we can help those companies accomplish things in a much quicker way than if they were trying to do it on their own. So a good example of this would be uh, if you were based in Ontario, say in Toronto, and your company deals with the oil and gas sector, and it would be really helpful to have a connection with one of the major oil and gas partners in Calgary. To do that on your own and to do those cold, cold, cold calling sorry, and, you know, and make connections on your own would be very challenging. It would also be really challenging for the Toronto-based commercialization center to help you because they may not have those connections themselves. But through this network, CDMN, you we're able to, to make introductions to our partners in Calgary that have those handheld relationships 
and can make those introductions in a much quicker way and then you know provide that warm um, environment to be able to help that Toronto-based company access the, the Calgary-based market. No, I, I think that's awesome how you guys connect people like that, especially across the country. The, the really neat thing too is that um, all of these organizations bring something unique to the market, so it's or to the group. It's not that we're trying to add more pins on the map. So you know, we don't have this goal of you know growing it from 30 hubs to 50 hubs. It's really about finding the key players in the ecosystem, um, the ones that are most connected to government, academia, and industry, and have all sort of the feelers out across their own region so that they're able to provide the most benefit to the network. And then some of them have some really unique attributes too. So for example, in Sudbury, we work with um, our, our hub there is called NORCAT. And NORCAT originally was very focused on um, health and safety training with mining. Very, it's a very mining uh, focused region. So they actually own a working mine that they use for health and safety training. But how that benefits the network is that that is available to companies that they could rent that mine to do uh, extreme testing, like extreme isolation testing. So oh, if you have a product that needs to be used in extreme isolation, you can actually rent that mine and access it to do that kind of work. Uh, and then, so that's just something very unique. I don't think anybody else, as far as I know, in Canada owns a mine that can be rented out for that purpose. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that, but... I'm also not in that industry, but it does sound like, yeah, that, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat just learning what the different, um, the different regions each have their own specialties. You know, Canada is such a large, vast country, and there's so many things that are so many unique little attributes to each region, and, uh, and a lot of them bring those pieces together for the network and allow companies to then you know, think of how to use their products in different ways and be able to do that in a much quicker manner. Sure. No, I, I think that's awesome. Um, so how do you work with partners outside of Canada? Yeah, so we know that, you know, when you're, when you're a company forming in Canada, you need to think global from pretty much day one. You know, it's, it's great to, get a, to, to prove your value proposition here in Canada to get your first customer, but... You know, we don't have the population of, say, the United States or China or India. Sure. So it's, it's really important for companies to start thinking global early on. They need to do that, you know, for a number of reasons. But if, the earlier they think about it, the, the sooner they can plan it into their product life cycle and start thinking about things like, um, you know, translation issues and just different ways um, different cultures might use their, their product or service. So... Uh, we, we've seen this, this need, this pain point with companies that they need to do that early on, but often there's not um, the resources to be able to financially do the kind of travel that's needed to grow your business globally. So the flagship program that we offer at CDMN is called the Soft Landing Program. Okay. And uh, what we do through that program is help connect companies uh, to various, you know, potential markets by providing them access to some funding uh, to help them do that. So a company accepted into the soft landing program would receive up to $4,000 in reimbursable transportation and accommodation expenses. 
We would also pay for desk space at a co-working facility for up to three months. Oh, wow. And we, and we would make market introductions. So, um, you know, it varies from one market to another how many introductions or what kind of introductions we can make. But the Canadian government has a program called Trade Commissioner Services, which is, I think, fairly unique uh, as a country. So we basically have all of these um, professional um, people that are located all over the world. I, I want to say there's 160 located across the globe, but I'm not 100% sure on the number. But basically, um, those people are Canadian paid Canadian government employees, and their goal is to integrate themselves into these various global markets and make introductions, um, help companies establish in those regions. So we make introductions always to trade commissioner services and then any other introductions that we have in market. So a big part of the program is not only the funding, but uh, the kind of connections that companies can get by participating in the program. Sure. No, I, I think that's that's really exciting. So how exactly does it work? Like I basically go to your website and apply online or, or kind of guide me through the process of how sure. I would go about applying for soft landing. Yeah, so we run three cohorts per, per year. So we do a, a call for applications late summer for a fall co cohort. Uh, we're going to be doing a call for applications between November 13th and 27th for our winter cohort coming up. And then we do one in February timeframe for our spring cohort. So three times a year we'll accept a group of companies uh, that we will send off you know, into the, into the world to do their landing. It's a pretty competitive process. Uh, we receive an average of 78 applications per cohort and then we accept, it varies, but it's usually around 20 to 25 companies at a time. Uh, depending on the funding we have available. Uh, so it's, it, we're sending about a third of the companies that apply to the program. So, Which is a huge amount. Yeah, I, this year we're on schedule to send 100 companies into uh, international markets over the year. Uh, we just did our largest cohort ever in the fall, and that was 32 companies. Oh, wow. So what, how do you pick which companies you will send to where they need to go? Yeah, so there's some pretty strict criteria. Um, basically, companies need they need to be a Canadian tech company. The companies need to be launched and generating revenue. So we're looking for evidence that there's a proven value proposition, uh, and they also really need to be able to articulate their goals and objectives for that international market. So we don't want companies that um, you know just think, okay, well we hear. New York's the place to be, or you know, all companies are going to the Valley for investment. I need to spend some time there. We really want companies that can say, you know, these are the key people we're looking to meet with, and we've done everything we can do from our desk, and we're at the stage where we really need to have that face-to-face -face interaction in order to close the deal. And that deal can be anything from new revenues or investment. So some companies will be looking for either of those or both uh, as part of, of their landing. We don't support attendance at trade shows, events, or conferences. We know those are reasonable um, reasons to travel, but we're really looking for companies that are ready to close a deal in either investment or sales, and they, they're at the stage. They, they know who they're meeting with. They know who they're targeting 
for their time in market and they just need to get there to close the deal. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so do you want to maybe talk about how I go about applying for uh, sure. this program? Yeah, so ideally you would um, be a company that works with one of the hubs on our network. So um, in that case, if you're, if you're in that situation, then you would reach out to the, your mentor or you know, the key person that you work with at one of those hubs and let them know you're interested. Likely they would reach out to you if you were at the right stage to apply. And then there's an online application. If you're not working with one of our hubs, you can also go to our website where we do post the application during the window um, with which we're accepting them. Um, the benefit of working with one of the hubs is, of course, they can guide you as to how to fill the application out the most effective and efficient way and, uh, and help you through that process because they've helped other companies in the past that have successfully participated. Uh, but it's, it's a very uh, quick, I would say, application. It's you know, the equivalent of, say, two pages in length. Uh, it's just an online form that needs to be filled out. The key, um, the key focus should really be around identifying, you know, why you need to be in that market and what you hope to accomplish. So a company that can identify the key partners they want to meet with, as well as indicate um, the amount of revenue or investment they hope to secure as a result of those meetings will have a much more successful application than those companies that you know just say they need to get there for business development. Sure, and and just for for the listeners, and I will post um, links to all this stuff in the show notes. But it's literally the letter C D M N dot C A, and I will again I will post this in the show notes with the link to the application and whatnot. But just for people listening, they they know that they can go there and check out the show notes as well. Yes, that's right. And then just to keep updated on, you know, when we're doing our call for applications, uh, that's generally posted on our website a little bit in advance. But we also will be using social media to always let um, let people know about those opportunities. So our Twitter handle is at CDMN. Uh, and, you know, I think our Facebook and our LinkedIn is uh, Canadian Digital Media Network. Sure. And I'll, again, I will post those as well in the show notes just so people can click them right from the website and then visit you guys online as well. Great. And um, um, just for our listeners, um, George Borovic, who I interviewed a while ago, went through the soft landing program. So you can check out his interview as well. It's in a past shows on, on the website. Yes. Yeah. George has been great to work with. Treasure Chest Marketplace is the name of his company. And, uh, and we've actually, he's actually participated in the program twice. Okay. Now, um, so companies can participate a maximum of two times in the program. So um, we sent him to San Francisco both times, and he's accomplishing great things. Yeah, no, and he actually put you and I in contact, so we wouldn't be talking right now if it wasn't for him. That's true. Another reason we like George. Yeah, no, awesome. So <laughs> it's already working, right? That's right. So, um, so maybe uh, let's talk about your other program, the Passport program. Sure. Yeah, Passport program is something that is um, only open to Canadian companies again, and it's for travel within Canada. So there's no funding attached to this program, but what it allows companies to do is to access desk space at one of the other hubs uh, while they're in that market. So, for example, if a Vancouver-based company wanted to spend time meeting with 
a company out here in, in Kitchener-Waterloo, then they could reach out to Communitech, our hub partner in KW, and ask if they could use some desk space. So there's a quick application form for that as well, uh, but basically it allows them to gain short-term desk space. I think the sort of the general rule is about three days, although I think that's negotiable, um, along with so desk space along with business amenities. So you know things like access to telephone, internet, meeting space, printer, printer copier services, those kinds of things. Uh, and then so that, that really does allow those companies to look like they have a local presence uh, when they're meeting with partners in that market. So sure. to be able to say, you know, meet me at my office where I have a boardroom that you can use uh, sometimes goes a long way. It also just gives a place to meet other entrepreneurs and spend time uh, you know, in an environment where entrepreneurship is celebrated. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I think the the partner in, in Edmonton where I'm from is uh, Startup Edmonton. And you're right, those communities of people, I have a bunch of friends that work out of that space. And I, it's an awesome group and it's an awesome kind of workspace. And you're right, yeah. it's just, it's cool to meet other people that are just doing something, kind of a startup or being an entrepreneur and and whatnot. And so I, I love the idea that you're connecting kind of all those across Canada. Yeah, I think you're right. There's just a, a, a vibe in like Startup Edmonton is a perfect example of that. Their space is amazing. The people are great. And just to be around other people that get what you do mm -hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, I think is very important. I think it, it validates and gives you the opportunity to, you know, run your ideas by other people that are willing to share because they've been there and done that too. And I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. It's like your family and friends. I, I don't mean this in a mean way. It's just sometimes they don't fully understand kind of what you're going through unless they've been through kind of being an entrepreneur or kind of doing a startup. Right. Yeah, I think so. There's a, there's a certain pain that uh, I think you can only share with one another. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, that's key. So maybe let's talk about how I go about applying for the passport program. Yeah, sure. So again, this one is um, very specific to companies that work with our hubs. So uh, there is a, a very easy um, application form online on our website again, but you would need to indicate which hub you work with. So if you don't, if you're a Canadian company and you aren't working with one of the hubs that are on our network, um, you know, I would strongly encourage you to do so. There's lots of benefit. Most of them don't even have a membership fee for startups. Um, I, I, you know, I think a lot of times it's a quick application form and then there's access to all kinds of really incredible resources, uh, mentorship, networking events, things of that nature. So we have a full list of those locations both on the page uh, on our website about Passport as well as uh, on the network tab that will list all the hubs and then a link to, uh, to their website so you can connect with them and they'll be able to set you up with uh, the application forms so that you can participate in the Passport program. No, I, I think that's that's really good to let people know that. And I can't speak for the other hubs across Canada, but I know at least Startup Edmonton, they have a lot of uh, user groups that they allow just to rent and use the space. And there's almost a user group in Startup Edmonton almost nightly. 
And yeah. that's a really good free way of just kind of meeting people that are, you know, going to these hubs already and you can kind of try it out. You can check out the space and whatnot. And I would assume that a lot of the other hubs, if not all of them, kind of do similar kind of events throughout, you know, the month that allow you to just come check out their space or, or and whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. If you're, you know, if, if really anywhere in Canada, you should be able to access something like that and you should take advantage of it. So whether they're one of our hubs on our network or not, um, you know, there are some more remote locations where we don't necessarily have a, a hub or, um, you know, there might be one sort of close by but not super accessible. I think it's really still worthwhile to find out what your local organization is that helps tech startups and, uh, and connect with them because, you know, there's, there's really nothing to lose in those kinds of situations and I think there's so much to gain. Sure. And I, I think the other thing to mention, too, is the people there and the people that actually run these organizations are super passionate and do really, really want to help you out. So don't be intimidated to reach out to them, even if you just it's a quick email or you need their opinion on something like I know Ken not terribly well, but I, I, I know him enough. Um, and he's the guy that runs Startup Edmonton. And man, that guy and his partners, they have supported pretty much everything in the Edmonton tech space. And I'm sure it's the same across Canada. And these people do truly are passionate about helping people and and trying to, you know, make Canada um, a huge player on the world stage, especially in the, the startup space. Yeah, exactly. I think that's very well said. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I think, cause I've had few people say like, oh, I'm not ready or I'm scared or, or whatnot. And I, I'm, I'm really just trying to promote that, you know, don't, yeah, everybody's scared. Right. And at this, at some point in their career, and you kind of just need to try to get over that and reach out to people or, or even reach out to me or, or I'm sure people could reach out to you, Lisa. And just, Absolutely. you know, if you need support, like there, there's people here, there's people in Canada and not everything happens in the Valley, right? There's a lot of people that can't move to the Valley, don't want to move to the Valley. And, you know, there's ways to get promotion and help, you know, in, in, in and across Canada. Yeah, there's, you know, there's certainly uh, an advantage to being in Canada in a lot of respects from, for example, a talent play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of great talent, um, particularly, you know, in, in we, have, we have such good, strong universities that are putting out really good engineering um, talent. And, you know, you can access that talent for, you know, a lot less money in most cases um, than in the Valley. And a lot of times, it's not even about the money, it's just these, these people that you know, this is their home, this is where they want to be, and they're passionate about their their region where they live, and they really want to be able to do what they're doing here. So to be able to access that kind of talent uh, is, is, I would say, a, a huge benefit. Uh, there's also lots of different um, incentives from the government as well that are available to companies. Uh, so there's, you're right, there's lots of reasons um, to be here, but and I think you're right in saying that a lot of people are scared to get their companies going um, at times, but the, the organizations like those that are on our network 
um, are really there to help and really there to help from everything from validate ideas um, to you know, teaching you how to secure investment or when the right time is or how to create a sales strategy. You know, there's such a variety of programming available that's for the most part free. So for a company to not take advantage of that would be, you know, really a shame. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And, and the other thing too is I'm totally open to interviewing anybody else for, for the show and I also write for a tech blog out of Los Angeles. So I can help promote some Canadian companies as well. So definitely do reach out to me as well. Uh, you know, like I, the whole part of the reason I'm doing the radio show is to help promote Canadian content as well as anything that I think is cool worldwide. Because at the end of the day with the internet space, like the borders are kind of gone nowadays. It's true. Really, you can run your company from anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, if you need to go to the Valley a couple times a year, go to the Valley for a couple times a year. If you need to go to New York, go to New York or, or London or wherever else on the planet, right? It doesn't really matter anymore. That's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Like, even take me, for example. My other episodes air in Atlanta. I've never even been to Atlanta. Not saying I don't want to go because I would love to see Atlanta, but my show airs in Atlanta and... I write for a tech blog in Los Angeles and I'm in Edmonton. So, you know, I could do it. Anybody else could do it. I, and I think that's super important. Like just reach out to the people that can help you or are passionate about it and, you know, want to see others succeed. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a perfect example. So you mentioned kind of George as a success story that's gone through your program. Do you maybe want to cover a, a few other companies? Sure, that would be great. I'd love to. You know, so the program's been, the soft landing program has been in existence since, I think we piloted it first March 2012. Uh, and in that year, we landed 20 companies, which was, at the time, such a huge deal. And now, you know, we're looking at this year landing 100 companies. So that gives you, you know, a bit of the idea of how fast it's progressed. We've helped 221 companies so far land in 31 different countries. That's awesome. Um, yeah, the success metrics we track are the amount of revenue and investment that are secured through those landings. Uh, and so far, so we give companies, you know, around 12 to 18 months to submit those numbers because we know the sales cycle can often be long depending on uh, the type of business. But uh, so far, we've helped companies secure over $39 million in revenue and $31 million in investment. So lots of really successful things coming out of this program. Uh, you mentioned your radio show um, airing in Atlanta. And um, funnily enough, we have a company here in Kitchener-Waterloo. Uh, they're a company based or that was connected to Communitech. Uh, and they participated in the program twice. Their, their company name is Change, Changer, so C-H-A-N-G-U, so capital U-R. Uh, and they, uh, they work with charities, corporate partners, and celebrity influencers to help encourage consumers to use their platform to make charitable donations. So my understanding is that basically you have your debit or credit card purchases rounded up to the nearest dollar and the change left over in that dollar, so between what you purchased and what you rounded up to, will automatically be funneled to the charity that you've indicated. Uh, so it makes donating much easier for the consumer and, uh, you know, 
it's a really good funnel for those charities. So this company used their landing to build some part, key partnerships that led to a future round of financing, and they spent their time. Uh, the first landing was in New York City, and the second landing was in Atlanta. So there's oh. a little tie-in to Atlanta there for you. That's awesome. Yeah, we had um, a Vancouver-based company that works out of our hub partner called Wavefront, uh, and this company is called Meta Optima. They also participated in the program twice. First, they landed in Germany and the UK. Oh, wow. And uh, they're currently spending time in Australia. So their product is called Molescope, and it's a device for, uh, it's a device and app for skin, care, skin cancer screening and a cloud-based expert system for early diagnosis. So, you know, we know now that that's something we need to be very aware of. So this, this app and, um, and device allows people to keep track of those, their, their potential skin care or potential skin cancer issues on their own and be able to report it back in a much more efficient way to their healthcare system. And then the other one I wanted to mention is a company called Figure One. They're a Toronto-based company. Uh, they worked out of um, DMZ, DMZ Ryerson, and they're um, a, first, a mobile first network used by healthcare professionals to share and discuss medical images in real time. Oh, so they use the power of crowdsourcing uh, to accelerate communication and learning uh, that's happening between healthcare professionals around the world. So this platform is really unique in that it shares these sort of um, unique novel cases across this network of physicians globally. So they chose to spend their time in, in India. Okay. And they, they chose to land there with the intention of sort of setting things up there, but then using that as a launching pad to the rest of Asia. So I would say our top markets, um, you know, our number one requested market is the United States um, by far. So sure. with the, the most of those requests would come for uh, New York City, the Valley, uh, followed probably closely by Boston, Philadelphia, um, Chicago maybe. And then elsewhere in the world we get re most common requests from the UK, Germany, China, India, and Brazil would be our top five markets outside of the U.S. Wow, so so pretty much all over the world. Yeah, really, like, like, like I said, 31 different countries we've landed companies in so far. So it's really neat because, you know, we're working with a variety of different tech companies across many, many market verticals. You know, everything from construction to mining to oil and gas to, you know, apps to SaaS companies, like fintech companies, security companies. It's, it's really all kinds of tech, and they're from all across the country, and they're landing all over the world. So let me tell you, there is never a dull day sure. at CDN. I can imagine. You, you must get some pretty interesting and awesome com companies applying. Yeah, you know what? It's really great because I feel like, you know, my team gets to see a lot of the latest, greatest upcoming technologies come across our desk. It's a pretty neat thing um, to see, and it really puts things into perspective as far as you know the kinds of advancements that we're making as a country in the tech sector. Sure. So I'm curious then, how big is your team? Uh, so we have um, three people who work directly with the soft landing program. Okay. Uh, and then we, we're actually considered the national arm of Communitech. 
So okay. we're home, home based out of Communitech in Kitchener, uh, and we do a lot of shared employee services with them. So um, we have like part time accounting, marketing, finance, human resources. So a lot of part headcounts that we share with Communitech, but the actual CDMN team that I would consider sort of the back end of, of CDMN is about five people strong. Oh no, that's awesome. No, I was just I was just curious. <laughs> so, if I, if I want to get involved, how how can I get involved with what you guys are doing? Yeah, so the the best way uh, would be to um, if you're a company and you want to get involved. So you're a Canadian tech company, you would reach out to your hub, uh, and so it would be your local commercialization center that's listed on our website as one of the hubs on our network. Um, if you don't have a hub, then I would recommend connecting with one of those uh, to be able to access those resources. If you're another kind of partner, somebody that thinks you know they have something they can offer that would be of use to the network or questions, concerns, then by all means I would be a great point of contact. So you can, you can reach out directly to me um, and I'm sure you, you can share my, my email address for, for those that are listening, but it's, it's Lisa dot cashmore at cdmn.ca uh, and there's lots of information on our website follow us on twitter at cdmn and check out our facebook and linkedin pages at canadian digital media network no uh, that's awesome well lisa this has been awesome thanks for being on the show i really appreciate you taking the time out of your your day and uh, i look forward to keeping in touch and hopefully we can interview some of your uh other people that have been through your programs and uh we can keep the this relationship uh, going strong. Great. Thanks, Kevin. That sounds like a wonderful plan, and it's been my pleasure to speak with you today. I look forward to uh, keeping up with all your podcasts. Perfect. Thanks very much. Talk soon. Thanks. Okay. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can visit past shows at buildingthefutureshow.com. If you're going to the Startup Expo on February 16th and 17th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and want to record an episode, please contact me. The music for the show is by Electric Mantra. Check them out at electricmantra.com. Until next time, keep building the future.